podcast 106 hypothesizing whether a camera lens behaves like the human eye is composed and framed in ISBN 9781638778486 cognitively speaking since philosophy belongs in the lives of everyone and it helps us solve our problems whether mundane or abstract it also helps us make better decisions by developing or critical thinking. In this environment, truth matters, both to us as individuals and to society as a whole and as individuals. Being truthful connotes that we can grow and mature, learning from our mistakes. For society, truthfulness makes social bonds and lying and hypocrisy break down. Given the logistics of truth and critical thinking, as an author, student of film, media arts specialist, licensed cultural practitioner, and publisher, hypothesizing whether a camera lens behaves like the human eye is laid out for the purpose of thinking through its values and consequences, which can be interpreted as a viral causality, since there is no predetermined outcome. To put it succinctly, clarification is a critical aspect of culture which is the theory illuminating some procedure of change processes. This abstract is an intellectual philosophized discourse which is examined through several theoretical lens, namely opinions, development, symbolism, metaphor, mythology, and comparison. Although the lens is perceived as an inanimate object whereby photographers can think through their lens, yet the said photographer's eyes are animate because the human eye is an organ that reacts to light in many circumstances. As a conscious sense organ, the human eye allows vision, rod, and cone cells in the of the retina, allowing conscious light perception and vision, including color differentiation and the perception of depth, which according to apps, I quote, we use others' eyes, whether they are widened or narrowed, to infer emotional states, and the inferences we make align with the optical function of those expressions, according to new research published in Psychological Science, a journal of the Association for Psychological Science. The research reveals, for example, that people consistently associate narrowed eyes, which can enhance visual discrimination with discrimination-related emotions, including disgust and suspicion, end quote. Given the gravity as to whether a camera lens behaves like the human eye or not, it should be noted that all cultures change through time and no culture is static. However, most cultures are basically conservative in that they tend to resist change. Some resist more than others by enacting laws for the preservation and the protection of traditional cultural patterns while putting up barriers to alien ideas and things. That said, my central argument starts with the existence of this positive theory and should not be conflated but becomes an abstract, philosophized conversation analyzed through my lens as an author, student of film, media art specialist, licensed cultural practitioner, and publisher. In this space, it should be noted that according to Wikipedia, abstract photography, sometimes called non-objective experimental 
or conceptual photography is a means of depicting a visual image that does not have an immediate association with the object world and that has been created through the use of photographic equipment, processes, or materials. Abstract thinkers also include photographers who are able to reflect on events and ideas and on attributes and relationships separate from the objects that have those attributes or share those relationships, according to LearnNet. Perhaps this concept may be one of the reasons why abstract thinking is the ability to think about things that are not actually present and can be characterized as abstract thinkers who are interested in the deeper meaning of things and the bigger picture. What is equally important and critical in this discourse is behavior because it is the actions and mannerisms made by individuals, organisms, systems or artificial entities in conjunction with themselves or their environment, which includes the other systems or organisms around as well as the inanimate physical environment. It is the computed response of the system or organism to various stimuli or inputs, whether internal or external, conscious or subconscious, overt or covert, and voluntary or involuntary. Given the specificity of this discourse, it was appropriate to introduce the linguistic construct animate and inanimate because when used as adjectives, animate means that which lives, whereas inanimate means lacking the quality or ability of motion. Inanimate is also a noun with the meaning, something that is not alive. All things being considered in this ambience, it should be noted that the eye and the lens symbolically they are related but generally the metaphor will be applied to draw a comparison between these two distinct organisms and objects namely the eye and the lens whereas a symbol in this context will be applied as a standing for a much more complex and generally more abstract idea eyes are probably the most important symbolic sensory organ looking someone in the eye is a Western custom of honesty. In ancient Egypt, the eye of Horus was a symbol of power, health, and protection. Horus was an ancient Egyptian sky god, most commonly depicted as a falcon. Eyes are probably the most important symbolic sensory organ. They can represent clairvoyance, omniscience, and or a gateway into the soul. Other qualities that eyes are commonly associated with are intelligence, light, vigilance, moral conscience, and truth. I must confess that, metaphorically speaking, in this context, is it plausible that all photographers, regardless of our ethnicity, or unconsciously believes that the lens of a camera comports itself like the human eye? From time immemorial, all cultures create and tell stories and mythology is an important human creative activity and this may be one of the reasons why that the same in reference to this discourse because myth making loiters within its precincts. Myths, stories, legends, folklore, tall tales give valuable insights into how people perceive and think about their world. Many societies have diverse myths which may encourage or discourage certain patterns of behavior. For example, according to Ivan J. Strutt, OD chief of Optometry for St. Hope Foundation that the myth eating carrots can improve your vision. Although carrots are high in vitamin A, a nutrient 
which is essential for good vision, there are other foods which also provide vitamin A. If you have enough vitamin A in your diet, the carrots will not improve your vision. Cheese, egg, yolk, liver, asparagus, apricots and nectarines are all examples of other foods with vitamin A. The eye is an organ that receives light and visual images. Likewise, mythology is also loitering within the precincts of the lens, according to Valerine Jardine. I quote, I need to bring several lenses with me on my photo wall, just in case. Well, that's fine if you don't mind carrying around heavy equipment all day, just in case. Depending on what you shoot, if you limit yourself to just one lens for the day, you can improve your skills, especially if you decide on a fixed focal length lens, such as a 15mm. This simple decision will slow you down, which will help you see better and allow you to compose more carefully. Moreover, you won't miss the shot while you're busy switching lenses. End quote. Now that I have juxtaposed the eye of a human against the lens of a camera, and my cognition was activated into hypothesizing the positive theory whether a camera lens can behave like the human eye, unearthed the following characteristics. According to Let's Talk Science, in many ways, the human eyes are very similar to other optical devices, including cameras. Our eyes and our brain work together to allow us to see. In fact, our eyes and brains have been co-evolving for millions of years. Our eyes are a bit like something else that captures images of the world. A camera. Cameras have photoreceptors, but they only have one type. Cameras respond to red, blue, and green light using filters placed on top of their photoreceptors. The photoreceptors in a camera are evenly distributed across the lens. However, in the human eye, the cones are concentrated at the center of the retina. A camera has photoreceptors all over its lens. It always sees a full picture. Conversely, our eyes have a blind spot. That's the point where the optic nerve of the retina. Importantly, there is also the component light adjustment. Since it has to do with both the eye and a camera, they can adjust quantity of light entering. For instance, on a camera, it's done with the aperture control built into your lens, whilst in your eye, is done by having a larger or smaller iris. Overall, although the lens of a camera captures what it sees, especially the visual sensation experienced through their eyes, the stark reality is most global citizens forget that the human eye with its scanning action takes in a scene in total over a very wide area, whereas the photographic image is contained within a limited frame. The angle of view being determined by the focal length of the lens of the camera, a view espoused by Professor Margaret Harker, FIIP on FRPS, Head of Department, the Polytechnic of Central London. Finally, at the end of the day, although the human eye and the camera lens have differences and similarities, when combined, the human eye and the camera lens provide much pleasure from the photograph as a result of mechanical nature of the camera. Perhaps the most important thing to know is that the camera will respond 
to the command of its user. In this sense, it can be regarded as an extension to the human eye when used deliberately and with forethought a view espoused by Professor Margaret Harker, IIP on FRPS, Head of Department, the Polytechnic of Central London. As an author, student of film, media arts specialist, licensed cultural practitioner, and publisher, hypothesizing whether a camera lens behaves like the human eye or not, is a pretext for an abstract, philosophized, intellectual discourse composed and framed in nine chapters in ISBN 9781-63877-8486.